At the moment, we import two-thirds of all of our apples. We import two-thirds of our cheese. That is a disgrace. Welcome to episode 26 of the Bristol Digest, the only weekly podcast that comes with an enemy of the people starter kit, uh, which concludes uh, a torch, a packet of tissues and a book about British constitutional law. Uh, today is the 6th of November. I'm Arup Sen and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. A little bit worried about all these traitors we've got these days. But, oh, um, of course. Who but other, than that, everywhere? other than that, tickety-boo. Excellent, excellent. Well, top stories this week. Mm. Bullshit, bullshit, read all about it. Britain's press <laughs> hits bullshit high following High Court Brexit ruling. Uh, with some of the most inflammatory headlines of recent years, Britain's Brexit newspapers finally lost the plot this week following the High Court ruling uh, that triggering Article 50 would require a parliamentary vote. Despite spending the last few months decrying the need for British law to be handed down by British judges, uh, the Brexit newspapers were quick to label the High Court judges, judges as enemies of the people. Uh, the Sun, The Telegraph, The Express and The Mail formed a chorus of hyperbolic bullshit with some seemingly mistaking the High Court ruling for a Luftwaffe bombing raid. Uh, <laughs> the Express front page was emblazoned with a Union Jack with the headline, We Must Get Out of the EU. And in the first paragraph described the High Court ruling as a crisis as grave as anything since the dark days when Churchill vowed we would fight them on the beaches. Uh, the Telegraph opted for a judiciary smashing the judges versus the people, uh, presumably tipping a cap to conservative Islamist regimes in certain parts of the world. And the mail went one step further with a headline which read, Enemies of the People, with pictures of the three judges underneath. Uh, the, Chun- the Sun chose to have a go at the people who brought the High Court action, with a headline reading, Who do EU think you are? Um, though credit to them, they didn't Very use the clever. They didn't Very use clever. EU twice, which is obviously classy. Mm. Um, but it was next to a picture of Kate Middleton exposing her thigh with a caption that read, Katie that got the cream. So Ooh. who knows what they think. Um, next story this week, Paul. Yep. Only two days of turd salad remain oh, as US presidential election campaign finally draws to a close. Uh, The 2016 US presidential campaign, or as most people know it, the king-sized turd salad with misery dressing and racist croutons, finally ends on Tuesday when the beleaguered Americans drag their dazed, confused and disgusted asses to the polling booths. (laughs) Since our last episode, uh, the FBI's bizarre announcement of a vague investigation into Hillary Clinton's hugely... uh, into Hillary Clinton has hugely dented her lead, and in the last few days the polls are still depressingly close. Uh, the FBI announcement was arguably the greatest political tease of all time, tantamount to a male stripper in FBI uniform unzipping his fly to reveal just one testicle uh, before zipping his trousers back up. Uh, the announcement has served no real purpose other than to flay Clinton's lead in the polls, and it is difficult to see how its timing was anything other than shamefully, moustache-twitchingly, bribe-takingly political. Uh, Trump, on the other hand, has been relatively quiet, instead letting the world's unluckiest woman, Melania Trump, do the talking <laughs> for him. Melania set out a bizarre mi- uh, vision for her mission as First Lady, vowing to tackle cyberbullying, where people are attacked based on their looks. Um, easy job, really. Just hide your husband's phone. 
Um, and final story this week, Paul. Um, yep. Samsung strongly considers stopping selling shit after another product recall. <laughs> sees them calling in 2.8 million washing machines. Uh, board members of Samsung are strongly considering a global downing of tools in a last-ditch effort to stop making products that are inadvertently lethal. Uh, following the recall of 2.4 million, gal- million Galaxy uh, Note 7 tablets, where users reported that units caught fire, the Korean tech company now has to recall 2.8 million washing machines in the US after nine washing machine-related injuries. Though, as it is the US, one or two of those injuries could have involved you know, running into a washing machine. Oh, we, could, we be could be anything. Could be anything. Um, customer complaints regarding the washing machines range from excessive vibrating to doors coming off and even explosions during operations. Wow. Unsurprisingly, the customers whose machines are thought to have exploded are now suing uh, Samsung. Uh, yep. Senior Vice President of Samsung Electronics America, John Harrington, said Samsung was looking to provide our customers with easy and simple choices in response to the recall. Uh, presumably the choice being keep the product and possibly die or send it back <laughs> and hopefully live. So top stories this week, Paul. What do you make Wowzers. of all of this? Um, we'll start well, with the newspaper reaction to the High Court ruling. What do you make of all of that? Well, this is really, you know, this is really something. You know, as your kids, you grow up and you uh, you do history and you study a lot about, you know, the rise of uh, of Nazi Germany and what it was like in the 1930s there. And um, You do. You know, now we get to live that. Mm. You know, we get to, uh, we get to actually <laughs> live it and touch it. So history's coming alive, Rob. It's a wonderful time. It's it's just the most interactive experience, isn't it? For those yeah. for those kids learning about World War Two now, it must be an interesting time. Well, it's almost it's almost cheating, isn't it? We had to we had to look. Yeah, I, up. absolutely. Yeah, we would we had no idea what it was like. But yeah, kids mm. these days, massive massive head start. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been. What, what do you make of the fact that? Um, so so I think the a tory mp has resigned yeah um but it, it's sort of the government i mean he's he's resigned essentially in, in in view of the fact that the government wants to appeal to the supreme court mm-hmm. do you think they sh- do you think they should just let it go or do you think they i think appeal? i think they probably should let it go because after the supreme court the next uh the next stop is the is the european national <laughs> <laughs> european high court that would be awesome. so i would actually kind of love it to go to that situation but i don't think they're i don't think they're willing to go down that path no. <laughs> I think well, yeah, it makes sense that Parliament are involved. Let's let's just let's just say yeah. wow it is right. That's, <laughs> anything else is fucking stupid. <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently, mob rule, mob rule is what is. What yeah, well, want, I guess uh, yeah. If you can't get a sensible parliamentary decision, then yeah, obviously mob rule is the one we go straight for. Straight to mob rule. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, next story, Paul. We'll move oh, over yeah. over the pond to the US. What's happening um, over there? What on earth is going on now? <laughs> Some breaking news, actually, since... This uh, is breaking, yeah. Literally I think in the I know last 20 say. minutes or so. And mm. it's actually in respect to those Clinton emails. Now, the FBI has actually come out and said there's no evidence of any criminality in no. those emails. So you think, yep. well, thanks. Thanks for making that big splash just a few, a few days ago. Cheers, um, Comey, my homie. Glad you I mean, could fuck everything up like that. It's almost like they were kind of like match fixing, you know, like spot fixing in yeah. cricket. Like it was spot fixing in an election so they could just sort of make money off bets or something i don't know what they're trying to do but um, 100% what it is 100% you know maybe maybe mm. if you did that and then you placed a load of bets on clinton to win because the odds would have lengthened yeah you might make some money i don't know but it, it does seem a bit well a it, bit it did cause you know big dips in the market didn't it um, oh, yeah, particularly clearly. eastern markets became very jittery at the prospect yeah. of a cheeto for a fucking president so yeah but uh, so so that's so that's the Clinton emails. Apparently, they're not quite as bad. Yeah, <laughs> as, yeah no change, thought. no change since July is what they no said. No change no, since no, July. No new yeah. reason for charges. 
sorry about this. Hope you yeah. didn't early vote for a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it comes down to this Wiener chap, doesn't it? He apparently sent pictures of oh, his Wiener, Wiener, ironically, yeah, to everyone. Wiener, Wiener. Is, uh, and it could cost Hillary a place in the White House. His Wiener. Mm. What a disgrace. Yeah. But um, I mean, thank God, really, it's nearly over. We've got two days left. Oh. It's on Tuesday. Um, by the time this is out, you know, we'll know. By the time this is out, you're absolutely yeah. right. Paul. By the time this is out, we'll, we'll actually know the You'll result. Know. So. You'll either be, you know, having a nice sigh of or relief actually, and thinking. No, think about it. You, yeah, actually, yeah, you probably will know. We, we try and get this yeah. out on Tuesday night, don't we? So you, yeah. you will probably be watching results come in as this comes out. So this, That's it, yeah. Oh, It'll be close. It'll be good close. luck. Fingers crossed. Fingers, oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, Hopefully you're so, not listening to this podcast with uh, with nuclear sirens in the background. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Just crushing a cyanide pill <laughs> under your tongue. <laughs> Hugging your loved ones with tears running down your face, telling them you love them. That's what we hope won't be happening. Um, Hopefully, yeah. I mean, Hillary could still lose it, which is... Oh, which yeah. Is problem, That's but, um, such a scary thing at this time as well. She yeah, could but, definitely still But apparently still it's, it's still... You know, it's tough for Trump to win. And, and according yeah. to CNN's uh, Chris Moody, Trump <laughs> is looking for what the... Uh, and he said what is known in the US as a Hail Mary. Oh, yeah, this is a Hail Mary play. <laughs> a Hail Mary, which yeah. is uh, the need... To, which is expanding the political map. Um, yeah. So I like I like the idea of, of American political nomenclature having things like the Hail Mary. So I've taken a, I've taken a stab at coming up with some other ones, so if you Ooh, don't mind indulging me. Uh, so I thought that maybe... You know, a Long Island iced tea uh, would be a complete sweep for Donald Trump. You know, the end of mankind as we know it. Guaranteed nuclear war within a year, which would wipe us out. If the virulent disease he inadvertently releases in his first first months of office doesn't get us first. So that would be a Long Island iced tea. Uh, Sounds lovely, doesn't it? That's that's going to make it a lot... You, yeah, can handle, you can handle that kind of apocalypse. It's all about it's all about marketing, right? It is. It <laughs> PR is. It, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the next next piece of uh, American political terminology is the Cincinnati bow tie, um, <laughs> and that's where uh, Trump wins the ball states uh, of Michigan and Iowa that surround the Democrat mid-state Wang uh, of Illinois. Uh, mm. And if and if Trump manages to secure those two balls, uh, the two balls of, of Michigan and Iowa, then you know. Uh, Hillary's majority in the House would be seriously undermined. So that's the sort of midway wow. positions. That's the Cincinnati bow tie, and the the final one is 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 the dirty Sanchez, and that's where <laughs> Hillary wins with a sizable margin. Uh, but after the victory, a secret video is released of Donald Trump committing a homosexual act of marital infidelity with a Mexican man, oh. finally explaining the irrational hatred that has dominated his campaign. So that's we can but dream. That's we the one we're all hoping for, guys. Dream. That's the one we're hoping for. Fingers crossed for a dirty Come Sanchez. Um, final story, Paul. It's Samsung. It's poor old Samson. Oh, um, what are they playing at though? What, what are they playing, are they playing at? <laughs> Just uh, how do you? I mean, you know when like the the the, the galaxies or whatever were catching fire. Mm. I mean, how does that happen? That's so. Oh. <laughs> that is incredible. Sure, isn't this like one of the things you test for? Yeah. You know, okay. like give it a test. I got to tell you, I've got a uh, I've got a Samsung phone, and uh, this firework season has not been easy on my poor heart. Oh, Every time I hear an explosion, that you know that could be <laughs> yeah. me or a loved one. Quite that frankly, could be exactly. Petri- scary, scary times. Is it a WhatsApp <laughs> or is it the reason I grow up as a disabled person? You know, you never know. Um, absolutely, it's an absolute gamble. But I thought I'd have a look at some some other big product recalls. So I've got I've got oh, the Gristle I mean. Digest top five product recalls. Oh, How about that? Yes. Um, so we'll start in at five. Yeah, it's uh, Infantino's baby slings. 
Um, and this is in uh, 2010. No. Um, Infantino's Sling Rider, a, a million Infantino bing- baby slings, the Sling Rider, uh, were recalled, uh, and not not for the reason you probably think, which was was that which was that they were sort of catapulting. Yeah, my in my head, I'm seeing all over the place. It was yeah. in fact because the material was was not breathable, and and, and babies would suffocate, which is arguably oh, worse. Actually, maybe, like, maybe far worse. That's uh, you know <laughs> much more serious. It's much more sinister, isn't it? Don't sinister worry, way they won't launch die. you. They're not launching them; they'll just die very slowly. Um, <laughs> in at four, Paul. It's Toyota, yep. and this is again in 2010. Bad, bad year for uh, for Puerto Rico. Bad, but, terrible year. Um, terrible this year. This is when uh, the because you might I remember this one actually. This is when um, uh, pedal related flaws in so in in nine million Toyota cars um, uh, caused their their uh, recall. So nine million Toyota cars are recalled because the pedals wow. uh, kept becoming trapped. They were, they just you, you couldn't you know like you couldn't press oh, them shit. down anymore or they were trapped fully pressed which is that's that's not good again quite dangerous yeah. so um that's in at four in at number three paul oh it's uh, in 2000 bridgestone the tire company oh yeah, yeah. had to uh, recall 6.5 million firestone tires um <laughs> because of a tendency that uh, caused the treads on the tire molds to peel off Oh, uh, which would leave the mean the tires would just blow out, which is yeah, bit that's of a not problem. A, that's not ideal, is it? When you're no. on a drive. Um, in at number two, Paul, in yeah. um, in February two thousand and eight, uh, the Department of Agriculture in the US uh, had to recall one hundred forty three million pounds of beef uh, <laughs> after a California slaughterhouse. Uh, was accused of improperly butchering a downer cap- uh, a downer cattle, so uh, basically like a disabled disabled cattle you're not meant to sort of butcher oh. them or oh, okay. butcher wow. them in a certain way so they did that and, and 143 million pounds worth of it as well so they wanted to just do, do it to like one cattle obviously quite a few so that was yeah that's in, Cal- oh, that's in California but in at number one Ooh. the biggest product recall of all time it would seem and this is not really in units but it's in sales so mm-hmm. um, this is on September in September 2004 uh, pharmaceutical company Merck um, had to voluntarily, well, it, it did voluntarily recall its uh, arthritis ju- drug Vioxx um, that had brought in f- $2.5 billion uh, in wow. sales and it had to basically recall all of that, so refund all of that, and in addition pay nearly $5 billion in uh, legal uh, sort of lawsuit fees to, to various claimants. So that, that really stitched them. So, yeah. Um, Samson probably can't swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Still got it. Still got it. What happened next, Paul? Um, Three more uh, clips for you, Paul, where you have to guess what happened next to kind of. I'll give this a go. Sue Barker esque question (laughs) of sports style. Is that what I try and do Um, most things? The the theme of this week, Paul, is is the joy of Parliament because oh, people lovely. are seemingly thinking that Parliament's shit or something, Ooh. and that you know there's no point for it. But actually, Parliament's lovely, and I'm going to show you why. Um, so this first clip uh, is <laughs> Labour's Tom Watson. Oh, what's uh, sp- Speaking in Parliament shortly after the referendum. Let's have a little listen, shall we? Can embarrass him himself. He can disgrace his party, but what is intolerable <laughs> is that he has cynically raised the hopes of hundreds and thousands of families. <laughs> wow. So that's Watson getting a bit angry there, and he he's. Uh, I'll, 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 um, I'll, I'll let you on a little secret. He's talking about Michael Gove at the time. Ah, Govey. 
Um, but what do you, what do you, I don't know if you heard this when it actually came out, but what happens next? What does he say next? He's launching into one on Michael Gove. Oh, I've really, I've no idea. I didn't hear this at, at the time. I'll be, uh, I'll be honest with you there. Um, point... I mean, it, if it were me and I were, yeah. um, if I were, you know, Watson and I was there, uh, laying it into Govey, I would probably call him a puppet faced goon so I reckon he calls him a puppet faced goon Might puppet faced goon I'm going to give you half a point for that oh go on I'm really? going to give you half go a on, point Watson. for that and uh, you'll see why so let's have a listen to the answer shall let's we let's do it he can embarrass him, himself he can disgrace his party but what is intolerable is that he has cynically raised the hopes of hundreds and thousands of yeah. families yeah. you're a miserable pipsqueak of a man <laughs> wow Before we go any further, I must ask the honourable gentleman to withdraw the term that I think he used. I think I heard the term pipsqueak. The honourable gentleman must withdraw that term. So I definitely heard a pipsqueak. (laughs) He calls him a miserable pipsqueak, which Speaker of the House John Burko doesn't take too kindly to and asks to withdraw it. So yeah, that's that's Tom Watson. Um, Ironically. Claiming that Go was an embar- was an embarrassing himself when when Watson stood up and couldn't actually say the word. Yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> um, but that's Tom Watson for you. Um, he was fresh out. He was fresh back from Glastonbury anyway. So you oh, know, at that point, so, probably know, on it. You know, he's probably got cut, a cut him some slack. Over. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next uh, clip for you this week, Paul. Yeah. Uh, this is um, our, a clip of former Lib Dem MP for Twickenham, an all-round top chap, uh, Vince Cable. Uh, so let's have a little listen let's to that. Mr. Speaker, the, uh, the House has noticed the Prime Minister's remarkable transformation in the last few weeks. <laughs> so after some jeering, that's yeah. um, Vince Cable saying that the Prime Minister has made a remarkable transformation. What happened next? What did the Prime Minister transform from to? Is this, made a transfer- was this like the other week when Theresa May got a cock out? This was before it's, that. Oh, right, it's before that. It's in respect of Mr. the former Prime Minister, I should say, because obviously uh, Vince Cable's no longer an MP. But um, mm, oh, Of course, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so Cammers. Yeah, was it Cammers? Yeah, it was over Cammers. Oh, uh, how did he transform? Was this where he turned up in his Aston Villa shirt rather than his West Ham shirt? <laughs> Is that... <laughs> it's not unfortunate, though. Ah. It's not that. What um, is it? Well, okay, I want to hear it uh, now. Cool. What's okay, old, well, let's, what's let's have a said? listen, shall we? Mr. Speaker, the, uh, the House has noticed the Prime Minister's remarkable transformation in the last few weeks from Stalin to Mr. Beam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No. He said he went from Stalin to Mr. Beast. No, like, dear, no, oh dear. Very that was droll. That was Very droll. Mm. <laughs> Vince Cable in Parliament. Uh, final clip for you, Paul. Let's do this. Um, this is of uh, controversial Speaker of the House, John Burkow. Oh, hello. Um, on another one of his famous little rants. Um, oh, let's have a listen to this. Mr. Gove. <laughs> <laughs> always go order you really you really order 
very overexcitable individual. So what does Mr. Go need to write out a thousand times? That clip is brilliant. Yeah, so, I've heard so that many clip before, but I can't remember for the life of me what it is. Uh, and you know, if you're not if you're not from Britain, if you're from America, and you're listening to this, this is what goes on in our parliament. Yeah. It's, it's really posh guys shouting, and it's not even shouting. The word is jeering. It is it is it is definitely Rawr. that, isn't it? It's jeering. Yeah. Rawr. That's not shouting. I'm not shouting. I'm jeering. That is that is parliamentary democracy at its absolute best. But anyway, um, so what is what is yeah, at Gove in the mix once again, uh, mm. this time being picked on by Speaker of the House John Burkett. What is it? What does he ask him to write a, a thousand times? I, I honestly, can't, I've heard this. But I honestly can't remember. It's something along the lines of I'm a puppet-faced shit job or something I'm like that. Or I mustn't be such job. a silly boy or something like that. Uh, it's quite patronising yeah but it is it is I'll give you half a point I'll go give on you I'll take half the, that's had that a whole point <laughs> this week yeah, this is the best I've ever done this week, so that's, that's pretty good uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's have a listen to the answer Mr Go I will behave myself at Prime Minister's questions. So that's, that's Michael Cove put in his place by John Burke. That's Burkow. amazing. Uh, and he's actually screaming at the top oh, of his really, voice. Really, you can hear it. His voice breaks, doesn't it? Straining. It's absolutely hilarious. So that's Order! <laughs> so that's the joy the joy that is parliament oh and people don't want them having a say <laughs> they don't want them having a say unbelievable it's a testament to how shit 2016 is when the fact that we just give we've actually got something to give to those fucking douchebags to do of such importance <laughs> is, is such a reason for celebration it is a worry <laughs> The Moss Report. This week, like many, my world was rocked to its core um, when an exclusive story of treason featuring three leading judges was broken by the Daily Mail. Now, the story didn't make clear how the judges were able to hide their despicable, treacherous ways for so long, but like many of you, I'll be sleeping easier tonight knowing that the good folk of a Daily Mail are out there bringing these monsters to justice. Animals, but um, then I got then I got thinking, reading more copies of uh, of the Daily Mail. It's quite engrossing. Um, I got pretty scared, just worrying. How many more enemies of the people are there out there? And not only that, how do we bring them down? So, in a special effort to bring peace of mind and security to the good people of Blighty, uh, this week the Gristle D- Digest we have teamed up. Uh, with leading Daily Mail reporters to bring you a special list of enemy of the people. Bom, bom, bom. Warning, these people must be stopped. Um, first on the list, I've got old Brain on Wheels, European superfan and astrophysicist Professor Stephen Hawking's. What um, a shitbag. Total shitbag. Well, I've got some advice for the uh, for the boffin man machine. Worry less about the formation of black holes in deep space and more about the economic black hole of the European project. 
Next up uh, is cookery communist Mary Berry. Um, now, not content Tart. with handing out a plethora of cake crowns to burka-bound Muslim munchmakers, Berry has now shown her true colours by turning down big money from Channel 4 to stay with the leftist BBC. An absolute traitor. Probably a bitch. Um, then we have the Bank of Canada. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I mean the Bank of England. Governor what a Mark, bunch of cunts. Mark Carney. Now, the foreign-born foreign money boss's mother should have told him, if you haven't got anything good to say about the pound, then don't say anything at all. His then leave Brit- the country. <laughs> leave the country and get leave. out. But you mark my words, Orop. His Britain bashing will be remembered. Now, uh, no list of hate figures would be complete without the urban danger that is Lily Allen. Now, the, uh, oh, the spoilt child of cocaine communists, Miss Allen delights in apologising to brown people on behalf of a nation she clearly hates. <laughs> How dare we she? must stop her. Um, now, next up, I've got her sister in arms, the uh, Harry Potter sex pot Emma Watson. Um, now, Watson was happy to suckle off the media teat when the Sun featured a countdown to her becoming legally acceptable wank fodder. But in uh. later years, for some reason, she's become a moaning lefty feminazi, poisoning the future minds of our cleaners and wives. Disgraceful bitch. What a disgrace with her uh, intellectual reasoned outlook on life. Oh, it makes you sick, doesn't it? It Thinking. makes you just want to throw up, yeah. Now, uh, next up, I've got TV tough man Idris Elba. Now, uh, when the actor, whose parents are suspected immigrants, I might act, immigrants not from England, uh, isn't watching his favourite Sky box sets, he's lamenting the cut Brexit will mean for the arts. Well, sorry, Luther, but we don't want the fun plays about lesbian handicaps addicted to drugs. We want Brexit arts, like dogfights or Roy Chubby Brown. <laughs> now, one of the leading... Enemies of the people. Next up, we have Lord Sir Gary Lineker. Oh, now, Potato Pimp Lineker lives in a mansion made of diamonds, has a solid gold car, and eats nothing but caviar and lark's tongues. Yet this millionaire footballer, a fucking footballer mind, has the audacity to feel compassion for refugees. How dare he? The utter cunt. What a swine! Utter, utter cunt. Now, uh, and the last, the last on my list, my blood reaches pure boiling point. The last on our list is a man who must be stopped. He is a lover of sick animal voyeurism. Of course, I'm talking about Sir David Attenborough. Oh, now, having uh, already spat in the face of democracy by changing the people's choice for naming a research vessel Boaty McBoatface. Of course, the precious little lefty snowflake wanted it named after him. The out-of-touch octogenarian has slammed the people's will to leave the EU, saying it will be a disaster. Well, my advice to Sir Dave is just like when you film a lion tearing apart a gazelle or lemmings plummeting to their deaths, stay out of it. Yeah, he's such a (sighs) bloody animal pedo. That's all he is, mate. Ah, massive animal pedo. Now, this is just a few... A few enemies of the people. But thankfully in the coming weeks, as more dare to speak out in opposition to our freedoms, more of these lefty snowflake cucks will be named and shamed and hopefully brought down by the will of the people. Now just to be clear, neither the Gristle Digest or the Daily Mail is saying be violent, but we're not saying not be violent either. You take that as it will.
Death to the wow. Ramonas. Death. Wow. So the uh, call to arms from the Daily Mail. Though. Oh, it just um, has gotten me this week, or have it gotten me? I mean, I've got to be yeah. right. I mean, you read yeah, that paper for a, for a little bit and wow. just fucking... Oh. It's pretty It's pretty persuasive stuff. Oh, it is. Um, it definitely is. I've, you should all read it. It's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Daily Mail, Enemies of the People. On this day in history, Paul, um, last time, yeah. uh, which is quite a while back now, actually, it was, yeah, uh, a while ago. the 9th of October, Shit. and the theme was the crowning of early Italian kings with unusual names, um, <laughs> and as I said to you at the time, there was actually a lot of fucking Italian name, uh, Italian kings with weird names, mate, I, I, I wasn't, you know, I had plenty to choose from, but... Um, yeah, only one who was crowned on that day, on the, on the 9th of October. Mm. And the options were, um, in 869, Charles the Bald was crowned King of Italy. Oh, yeah, Baldy. Or option number two was in 941, Louis de Heri was clowned, crowned, sorry, <laughs> clowned, <laughs> uh, King King of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or final option was in 1042, Franco the Pasty was crowned King Ooh. of Italy. And I think you went for Louis the Hairy. I think I did go Hairy. I often do. Big Harry Louie. Give, yeah. Given the choices. <laughs> given the choice. Uh, and unfortunately, the answer was, in fact, fact number one. It was oh, Charles the Bald. Balls. Charles the Bald. So, oh. yeah, he was crowned in 869. And just to sort of give you a bit of a flavour of what sort of fellow Charles the Bald Oh, I'd love a flavour of Charles the Bald. Um, yeah, he's got, he had three, his, 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 he had two wives. And three of the children with his first wife, mm. Ermintrude, that was her name. Uh, include uh, people. Uh, so he, he he called three of his kids. One of them was called Louis the Stammerer. Uh, Charles. Another one was called Charles the Child, which is a bit of a interesting name to get while you're a it's child. It's short-sighted, isn't it? Oh, he's a bit short-sighted. A child now he probably never grow yeah. up. <laughs> and also his his other son he called Lotha the Lame. So um, oh, fucking quite dad a sort of, of the self-deprecating. Yeah, quite a sort of self-deprecating. Yeah. Jesus. Bloke. Yeah. Weird. Um, nice. So that's Charles the Bald. Yeah weird guy um so that's charles board in 869 mm-hmm. the batossa by the sounds of it but um this week paul it's the 6th of november and mm. uh, the theme is yeah the sentencing of treacherous men ah oh, fitting a fitting topic exactly whose surnames week. also mean penis oh, so awesome kind of, love a twist it's a double yeah exactly um i love a twist and i love a dick <laughs> there we go there you go. You said it. It's out. It's on the record now. I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> um, option number one for you this week, Paul, is uh, in 1813. Yep. Carter Foster Cock was sentenced to in the Portsmouth High Court to ten years hard labour yep. after being convicted for trading with France. Scumbag. It's unforgivable. Um, option scumbag. number two for you, Paul. Fact number two. Yep. In 1914, William Drummond Dick was sentenced <laughs> in the Edinburgh High Court to five years. In prison after pleading guilty to trade, trading with Germany. Scoundrel. Fucking scumbag. Um, and final fact, fact number, or option rather, option number t- three. Mm-hmm. In 1968, Track Par Wang was sentenced in the California State Court to 30s in jail for various offences related to financing the Viet Cong. So that's 1813, the sentencing of Carter Foster Cock. Cock. 1914. William Drummond Dick. Dick. Or 1968, Track Par Wang. Wang. Um, cock, Dick or Wang. Which one are you going for, mate? Cock, Dick and Wang. Um, 
I'm going to go cock. You're going to go cock? Mm. Kind of foster cock. Yeah. Answers next week. Deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Order, order. I bring this first meeting of the Council of Pro-Brexit Newspapers to order. Let us begin by introducing ourselves around the table. Uh, for the Express, to start with, we have Mr Richard Desmond. All right, lads, let's get this straight. That High Court judgment meant one thing. It's D-Day. It's the Battle of Aging Corps. It's 1066. It's the invasion of the Holy Land. It's Phil Mitchell versus Grant Mitchell, stripped to the waist. Indeed. Uh, thank you, Mr Desmond. And for the Telegraph, we have the Barclay Brothers. We are the Barclay Brothers. We want nothing more than to turn the land of our forefathers into an ISA, the dubious ultra-high net worth individuals. Well, of course, who who, who doesn't? Uh, thank you, Barclays. Uh, for the Mail, we have Mr Paul Dacker. Thank you, Mr Chairman. And allow me to compliment you on how British you are. Yes, I said it. I said it, British. All that is heroic and hails from the islands of Britain. British. It becomes a dirty word, doesn't it? I mean, it's a dirty word. Why? Because of the loony left and the floods up holes and packies that have come corrupting this pure white land. Desperate to get their grubby. Uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> that's, that's quite enough, Mr. Dacker. And uh, finally, for the sun, we have Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ah, hurry up, you old bastard. I'm not a young man. I'm not 69 anymore. I'm fucking falling asleep over here. If I bloody fall asleep, I'll have to get up and take a piss. Jerry over there didn't bring my boardroom pissing bucket, so you can imagine how... Thank you, Mr Murdoch. Uh, let's kick things off then. Let us begin with the first item on the agenda, the now much-used phrase, enemies of the people. Mr Dacker, you've caused quite a stir with this one. Would you like to explain? Look, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as anyone with an ounce of yeah, you've guessed it, good, old, fashioned British common sense is concerned, anyone, anyone who isn't conditioned to the myth of British superiority is definitely an enemy of the people. Simple as that. That's quite a broad category, Mr Dacker. Absolutely. Sure, we've got a few judges on the list, and yeah, no sweat, we've got an un-British looking investment banker on there too, but ruddy hell. I can think of heaps more people to add to that list. Lily Allen, Gary Lineker, the BBC, Marmite, JK Rowling, Maths, and most of all, most of all, anyone who voted Remain, or thinks Remain, or even says Remain. Unless it's in a way that celebrates Britain, of course. Okay, well, um, we will widen the list uh, of enemies of the people. All in favour, say aye. 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 Next item. Making people think that a judiciary operating independently of its legislature is somehow, is a crisis somehow, akin to the Battle of Britain. Mr Desmond, perhaps you can take this one. Too fucking right. This ain't no joke here. This ain't no joke. In fact, it's so much worse than old Jerry Fritz waving his Luftwaffe wang over the East End. It's like a horde of homeless AIDS-infected refugees are about to invade every household in England with one purpose in mind, to sodomise every British-English human they encounter. And as far as I'm concerned, we haven't gone far enough. Am I right? 
So, so you believe the we should make people think that the High Court judgment is a crisis worse than the Battle of Britain? Oh, of course. I mean, it makes the Battle of Britain look like a Waitrose-catered picnic on Hampstead Heath with some lovey liberal elites wearing casual off-the-shoulder dresses and listening to Corin sodding Bailey sodding Ray. Okay, well, 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 does everyone agree, Barclay Brothers? Is it worse than the Battle of Britain? We are the Barclay Brothers. We want nothing more than to turn the land of our forefathers into an ISA for dubious ultra-high net worth individuals. Okay, well, I will, I will take that as not being in opposition to the motion. So, all in favour, say aye. 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 Right, now on to the next item on the agenda. What the bloody hell are we going to do about UKIP? Okay, oh, oh, God, God, what, what on earth's this? Oh. Ah, shit, I bloody pissed myself. I must have fallen oh. asleep. Oh, I told you this would bloody happen. Well, I think this would be a good time to adjourn the meeting. Uh, meeting adjourned. Oh, for goodness sake, Mr. Dacker, we don't adjourn meetings with Nazi salutes. Jerry, bring some bloody baby wipes, will ya? Sub-editor slam. Another instalment. Another instalment, another episode. Oh, we, yeah. Um, challenge each other, slam mm-hmm. with each other. Uh, four headlines. Mm-hmm. The other person's got to come up with the sub-editor slime on the bounce, on the dome, off the dome, however you want to call it. Um, start this week, Paul. Uh, yes. First one for you, obviously, yep. from the Daily Express. <laughs> and, yes, uh, I missed it. <laughs> the, the, li- the headline reads, Scotland in fear... Over violent badger gangs. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Of oh, the express. Um, <laughs> really, Scotland yeah, in fear. Scotland in over fear over violent, violent badger, badger gangs. gangs. Um, I'm sure it can't be actual. Or I guess it can be. Yes, the express could be anything. Um, but Nicola Sturgeon plans to neutralise threat by uh, employing a peacekeeping force of uh, urban foxes. Oh, good move. Paid for with English taxes is the express after all, isn't it? So yeah, true, true. <laughs> oh, um, first one for your good self, sir. This is from a little-known internet publication called the Independent. Oh, the Independent. I remember. <laughs> I remember that newspaper. I remember them. Yeah, your your dad probably told you stories of them. Um, when Jeremy Corbyn ducked a question, the internet had the perfect response. Oh, the internet. Thank God for the internet. Um, internet mysteriously managed to send him a hammer in the post in a marked bag that read suicide kit. Uh, <laughs> that, I think, would be the ideal response to... I to think it from. probably would. Um, next one for you, Paul. It's from oh, yeah. uh, the very sort of prominent publication, mm-hmm. the Bogner Regis Observer. <laughs> and the headline reads, Digger to be removed this evening. Uh, oh, wow, <laughs> that's, that's that's fucking news, man. Down in Bogner, digger, digger to be removed. This uh, digger to be removed this Bogner, evening. Bogner Regis, um, typo in racist Bogner paper leads to construction site <laughs> theft. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I thought it'd be like typo in police report leads. Uh, was it means that you know Dogger is still at large? <laughs> no, I went. I went. You went um, the other way. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, Showing myself up to be a massive <laughs> yeah. racist. Yeah. Oh. Just insinuating. After, after, after that Moss report as well. I mean, yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's people are like, what? Grabs, isn't it? yeah. is, how much is that? How much of that's character? How yeah, much how is, much is it? Yeah, maybe. The, yeah, okay. Maybe he's just a cunt. 
Oh dear. You'll never know, listeners. You'll never know. I'm somewhere in the middle. Right, that's uh... <laughs> Right, next for you, sir. <laughs> not I can't not overwhelm this. Uh this is from um those left wing scumbags over at the Guardian. Oh dear. <laughs> Your shopping basket is going to get more expensive. Oh, I bet it is. Um, government plans for the mandatory installation of tablet screens showing loop videos of Theresa May on all shopping baskets <laughs> met with cries of horror from the industry. Um, if they're going to do that, then the that baskets will be uh, more expensive. Certainly sourier milk, wouldn't it? Exactly. Piss tank. Um, oh. <laughs> next one for you, Paul. It's from News.am, which is, uh, as you probably well know, Armenia's uh, leading <laughs> English news source. Uh, oh, and this nice. this is probably my favourite, one of my favourite international headlines. I mean, it's up there with, uh, gosh, was it the Azerbaijanis who said uh, that the Swedish <laughs> ambassador was presenting his, his credentials. This is up oh, there yeah. with that, as far as I'm story. concerned. But anyway, this headline reads, if this is true, then I do not know him before then. <laughs> <laughs> what a gal of jail. Which is, which is as nebulous. <laughs> As it is enticing. I do not know. Then I do not know him before then. Um, In Armenian interview, (laughs) vice presidential candidate Mike Pence claims to have only just met Donald Trump and has never heard of him or his antics before today. (laughs) True. (laughs) That's a good one. And I'm sure that that might be the case. No, I I don't know that guy. Yeah. I don't know that guy. (laughs) Just... At like he was drugged or something. Mike Pence, you can get out of this. Come it's on, too, not too late. Yeah, he's a prick as well, though, isn't he? Um, right, last for you is from uh, this week's sponsors of the show. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I've got. I think I think I've got two left, mate. Uh, oh, you got you have. Na- I've skipped. Should one. be number three. I've skipped one entirely. Oh, it's a crass. Oh, it's a great one as well. It's a great one as well. This, don't worry. This one's from. This is from uh, once more the Indy, the Independent, a, a newspaper in the olden days. The surprising benefit of kinky sex. Oh. Um, former Top Gear presenter Richard Hammond reveals a secret <laughs> to his shiny hair. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's him. Um, oh, Hammond's dummy. Hammond's dummy. Yeah. Now, this is the last one. This is the you, last. Rather than, not one of these false uh, last ones that I'm all about. Yeah. And it's, it is from The Guardian. And uh, the headline reads, Can moaning ever make you happy? <laughs> the Guardian of Classic, classic um, Guardian, really. Um, left-wing activists say no, but only because of the bloody Tories. Oh, <laughs> grumble, grumble. Um, Always moaning would make me happy if they would have let me. Yeah. Um, actually, genuinely 100% the last one you this time and it is from this week's uh, sponsor of the show the good old daily mail daily mail the daily mail just to, ah! just for the listeners it's sponsoring mossy's part of the show it's not sponsoring <laughs> my part of the show my part remains I'm, unsponsored I'm by obviously daily mail. uh you know just to clear my position i know this is going on the internet isn't it people uh just to be clear i don't like the daily mail and a lot of the things that I said, what I actually mean is the opposite of <laughs> the, the opposite things I said. Of what I said. <laughs> Please. <laughs> anyway, what's the last one, Paul? <laughs> so, last one from the Daily Mail, fresh from the hate sheets. Uh, primary school teacher suspended after foul mouthed rant at bouncers. Oh. 
the teacher apparently confronted the men who happened to be bouncers at a Tesco in Margate in three in the afternoon for no discernible reason. Uh, <laughs> I just, sh- just started shouting racial epithets out there, which is just kind of random, really. Um, but yeah, so that's that's subedit a slam this week. What a and slam! I think I actually win by one lap and four seconds. Yeah, because yeah I've got I've got that. I've actually got stop. it five seconds. So yeah, because of the faulty I'll pit stop that. that you made. Yeah in Spa in Belgium so it's it is you know these things happen um, yeah I, I, I take that one on the chin I, I, uh, as you, you should know. do um, hopefully uh, hopefully I'm going to do what Donald Trump will do Tuesday in exactly I was about to say I was about to say I was <laughs> about lines. to say hopefully <laughs> uh, Donald Trump will be taking one on the chin on Tuesday too and I don't mean a punch I mean I, 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 I hope you mean loss. Mike Pence's balls I hope he's, he's taking them to the chin balls. <laughs> Or Ted Cruz's anus, something unspeakably horrible. But um, that brings this week's show to a close. Um, oh. Thanks for listening. And sorry for the break, but we just needed it. We yeah. just bloody needed it. We've been, you know, the the, the sort of... Lives outside of this. Yeah, right? it's terrible. <laughs> but, um, yeah, tune in again next week. We'll be back with more. Um, oh, yeah, we will. Best of luck, America, in the election. Oh, uh, let's fucking cross, guys. Do follow us on election night or, or on Twitter at Gristle Digest. Yeah, uh, follow us on iTunes, uh, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, uh, and all the usual places. Uh, hopefully, catch you next week. Set up.